York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from Nick of Time Show here giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to not to talk about this game. The Knicks lose to the Hornets 97 to 87. After reaching one game above 500, the Knicks fall to the Hornets without LaMelo Ball. And they were led by the guy who's taken below Kevin Knox. Ironically, in Miles Bridges, who gives you a career high 38 points and 12 rebounds on the night, plus one steal and one block. But from our New York Knicks, we have RJ Barrett, who gives you 18 points, 12 rebounds, and 5 assists. Um, Julius Randle gives you 18 points and 10 rebounds. Mitchell Robinson gives you 10 points and 6 rebounds. And the rest of the Knicks were kind of duds. Everybody else had a pretty much an off shooting night. Uh, 25% from the field on the three-point line for Alec Burks. Um, 22% from the field for Evan Fournier and other Knicks follow the night when we really need to shoot because, you know, these guys are collapsing the paint. The Knicks cannot pull through and end up losing to the Hornets. And we're going to break that down for you today. Shout out to my guy, Ryan G. What a time. Ryan G actually has tickets to today's game, which is why Ryan G is not with us today. And, man, what a game to see live on MLK Day. The Knicks ruin Taj Thibodeau's birthday and lose to these Hornets. And we're going to talk about it, man. We, we got, Man, this is a rough one. This was a rough one. Listen, this is one of those games, if I have to do a post-game, I just be in my bed uh, sucking my thumb right now because I'm just like I man, this is a rough one. Cause the Knicks, we are a game above 500. We really needed this win, and um, we lost. We lost this one. But the good news about the NBA is there is a game the following day, so there will be a game tomorrow versus the Timberwolves. It's gonna be a tough one, but um, there is a game against the Timberwolves tomorrow to be had. Shout out to the All-82 crew. Shout out to Paul Butler, Kareem Grant, uh, JT Redick, Telem Alejandro, everybody else who's rocking with the KOT show. Yeah, sorry, no happy birthday for tips today, but we're going to break down this game, all right? Let's, let's, let's talk about it. And I'm going to first talk about the Bodmon R.J. Barrett, who kind of had like, um, you know what? Scratch that. I want to talk about the energy. I want to talk about the energy level of this team and the lack of urgency that was shown in that first quarter, especially right. Um, the thing you, the thing you worry about right now with these Knicks in general, uh, you know, we, we seem to go off to really slow starts in afternoon games. And we, we seem to try to just really just kind of ease our way into games and kind of just, you know, not put forth all the energy that we need to, to win these games and today it really showed and these hornets they i told you you can't sleep on the hornets because they just beat they just beat the the golden state warriors and they beat the 76ers and they lost to the orlando magic so they came in pissed the magic poked the hornets nest so they came in pissed today and we had to play a pissed hornets team without Lamelo ball and one of the things that i really felt was going wrong was two things really one, 
Um, Randall defensively. Randall defensively can be really good when he's locked in. But I knew where we, we were in trouble when Randall tried to go under a screen at the foul line while while um <laughs> while Miles Bridges was shooting an open three. Like there's no reason to go under a screen for a switch when you're at the foul line. Like he 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 was he he could have just easily went over that screen. And Miles Bridges took like a, a backyard practice shot for three. When I saw that in the first quarter, when you know you're supposed to be full of energy, you haven't exerted much energy yet, to me that was already a red flag. I wanted to call a timeout right there. Because from that point, I'm just like, okay, we're in trouble because Randall right now from the rip is not putting the energy in defensively. Two, what I also noticed from the rip was Alec Burks. You know, Alec Burks has been put in the starting lineup because of his defensive uh, abilities able to switch on on point guards but he was having a lot of issues keeping up with terry roger roger and it didn't really manifest in that first quarter per se because you know he wasn't scoring but i do feel like alec burke struggling to get over those picks and the, the, the knicks not really switching properly kind of caused a lot of miscues in the offense and Put us on the back of our heels early, even causing, you know, Miles Bridges to kind of get off to an early start. I think that contributes to it. So I feel like those two things defensively really hurt us in the first quarter. And and if you're looking at, like, the box score and the summary, you can already see. They scored 34 points. Hornets scored 34 points in the first quarter and 28 in the second because we were just a step slow, straight up. A step slow. And that was a big deal um the only one i really saw really giving it to them was was mitch i felt like rj he was even you know he was uh kind of a little bit lackadaisical with the backdoor cuts he usually gets lost backdoor alec burks was having problems evan fournier was getting beat off the dribble i feel like mitch was really the only one who i saw really kind of had it together on the defensive end you know what i mean um for, for at least the entire game and, and mitch Man, Mitch had to play the game too, but I'm gonna get back to that. I'm gonna get back to that later on in the show, right? Um, two. R.J. Barrett now has the keys, right? R.J. Barrett now has had the keys, and it's a good thing for us because it kind of gets our offense going. Today was one of those days where. RJ didn't really figure out how to really run the offense early. He had a lot of really early turnovers. I feel like his competitiveness took over a little bit too much, and he missed a lot of open people. Like, there was a point, Evan Fournier had a horrible shooting night, right? But Evan Fournier for those corners have been money. There was a point where uh, where RJ elected to take a three-point shot that was a tougher shot than he should have taken when he had Evan Fournier open for the corner for three, right? Um, there was other times where um, he was just throwing the ball over the place, causing turnovers. You already see these numbers right here for R.J. Barrett. Six turnovers on the night. Um, so I f And also, shout out to the Hornets because there is a scouting report on R.J. Barrett right now. You already see it. There's a scouting report on R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett has been killing... 
killing with the drives. He's been getting into the lane at will. And shout out to to Tommy Beer, who 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 put out a stat, who said um in his last eight games. Uh, he's been driving. R.J. Barrett has been going to the, going to the hall at a remarkable rate. Uh, he's been getting to the drive. He's been getting to the drives eighty four percent of the time in these last eight game stretches, and he's been getting res- high results while getting to the, to the, to um going to the drive. And not only that, um, he's been hit. He's been hooking up Mitch with a lot of lobs going to that drive, going left. And today, what I saw was, I saw. The Hornets kind of adjusting and taking away that lob to Mitch. And a lot of times, even taking away that little scoop left hand that RJ likes to go to, um, at least early, early in, the, early in the first half. And I feel like they kind of had him trying to, you know, go to the floater a little bit. Either A, go to the floater to convert, or B, the Knicks have to hit shots. The Knicks have to hit shots. And he has to make those passes for them, for them to hit shots. So kudos to the the Hornets who adjusted. They've been watching these Knicks games. They take away the took away the the Mitch lob, and um, they were able to you know not have RJ go to the line because he he didn't really get to the line that much before. He went to the line ten times a game before. You can you can say that's the ref. Um, you can say that's on RJ, but you know they were able to defend RJ a lot of times without fouling, and that was a big reason why we struggled today. Um, another thing, the free throws, the Knicks were 50% from the free throw line today. I think it was like 11 for 21 on the night from the free throw line. Not good. Uh, not good at all. Also, as much as we did get into the paint and that includes RJ, that includes Randall. We were not, that was ties. We were not able to convert in these easy layups. We were not able to convert at all. I, I think at halftime, we missed 10 layups at halftime. All those things combined to why we lost this game. So this is, this is growing pains. This is the growing pains when, you, when you're having um, kind of a, a changing of the guard, per se, right? Because when you're looking at the box score... I uh, you know I, I can change I could change to the box score right now actually I'm gonna have you guys kind of take a look at it. If you're looking at the box score, you see, I think RJ had the most RJ right now 18 shots on the night. 18 shots on the night. That's 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 keys RJ most shots on the team. RJ, you know, he's been effective going to a line and being aggressive, but also sometimes he has to pick his spots more. Now, he ends up with five assists on the night, but I feel like at halftime, the coach was, was kind of like knocking him on the head, like, hey, RJ, don't forget your teammates. And I feel like the assists started to kind of rack up towards the end of the fourth quarter. In general, I feel like that's what was happening. Um, also, Julius Randle on the day. He's still having problems figuring out when to pass and when to shoot. Like there was times where he was passing up open threes for contested contested mid-range shots. So even when RJ was creating opportunities for him, he was he, he wasn't reading the game correctly and this is something that he was doing perfectly. I felt the game before when we beat Atlanta um 
I feel like for the most part he was he was shooting when he was supposed to. And today he was having problems with that. He shot six from sixteen today, thirty seven percent from the field. Uh, uh, also, you know, Evan Fournier had an off night, two of nine from the field. I feel like today it was one of those days where you know um, maybe he could have got a little bit more grimes. But also, I feel like they didn't get Evan Fournier the ball in right spots. And also, you know, he was kind of relegated just to just being a spot-up shooter. And you already know sometimes for Evan Fournier to get involved, he needs to touch the ball and dribble it a few times. So I, I feel like that's something that could have been done. Overall, our ball movement, the, the synergy between the starting five, those things were pretty lacking in that first half especially. And a lot of that could have been, you know, I think we, we we dropped the ball in that regard. And even Alec Burks, man, one for four from the field. Listen, we need to hit shots to win games. We need to hit shots to win games, point blank, period. Right? So, on a day like this, when the ball movement is, is, is not working, again, the zone causes some problems, kind of mess up our blow, ball movement, our ball um fluidity and we have to be able to make shots like we we have to hit shots to win games all of our shooters horrible alec burks one for four Evan fournier two for nine emmanuel quickly five for nine but that was in garbage time that was in garbage time Quentin grimes 22 minutes two for four this might have been a night when maybe you say maybe Quentin should have got a little bit more burn because his defense has been pretty good all night as usual and um Maybe this is a night when you get Quentin more burn than than uh than Evan Fournier. But I digress. Um very few very few uh bright spots on the night. Very few bright spots on the night. The bright spot for the night to me has to be, you know, Mitchell Robinson. The Mitchell Robinson dunk, man. I we I like to call Mitchell Mitch when he when he gets on his, his stuff. Sham God Mitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> the play in the first quarter with Mitchell Robinson goes to the lane off the dribble. Man. Man. And we've all seen Mitch do this plenty of times. They work out videos of his friends in the values of Louisiana. But this is the first time we actually got to see it live in game. The crossover at the top of the key for the slam for Mitchell Robinson. Oh, pick up the day easily. Shout out to Mitchell Robinson. And you know, the center's a little green, but you get the point. And here's the thing with Mitch, man. A lot of people are saying, you know, at first, even me, oh, I would think, you know, Mitchell Robinson needs a jump shot. Mitchell Robinson needs to... Mitchell Robinson needs to be able to, to post and needs to expand, expand his offensive game. And we didn't take a lot of the things that we saw in his little mixtapes in the summer too seriously. But the thing, the one thing I did see from Mitch was he had a little bit of a handle. And I thought for a long time that... When teams kind of cheat off of Mitch and are only are kind of guarding off of him, he has enough handle to to beat big men off the dribble like that and take it to the hole. So 
kudos from Mitch. It's the first time I've seen that, him do that in the game. I want to see that. I want to see him do that a little bit more uh, moving forward. Is, you know, take these big men off the dribble and go to the hole. Because once you get past the big man, who's going to stop you? Nobody. No point guard's not going to come over here and block you. So, you know what I mean? So, kudos to Mitch. Definitely kudos to Mitch. Shout out to everybody who's rocking with the K3 shit. Shout out to people in the chat. Shout out to Winston Ellis, D Nice, Gerald McIver, Telem Alejandro, uh, Drip Moore, the best mind of the game, Fritz Alessandro, and Kareem Grant. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. Um, you can be anywhere in the world, but here was all 82 squad, man, talking about this Knicks game. If you want to talk, if you want to call in, you already know what to do. Hit that. Hit that button, call that number at the bottom of the screen, 319-527-6241, if you want to talk about these Knicks. All right. Um. So, yeah, only bright spot, really, for me was A, Mitchell Robinson, that little, little Mitchell Robinson dunk. Um. B, I kind of liked what I saw from OB Toppin. Ob Toppin had a little bit of a stretch, um, where he was kind of feeding off of R.J. Barrett, the attention that R.J. Barrett was getting. There was a point where we actually closed the gap, and the second unit closed the gap from to from like I think an eleven point lead and close to a four point lead. A lot of that had to do with Ob Toppin, who hit a corner three, um, and then kind of did a head fake and go for a slam, and he just seemed like he was more active. Also. The IQ OB connection that seems to have been missing for a few games. It seems like it's starting to come back. IQ had a, you know, he hasn't been playing well recently, IQ. Shooting wise, he hasn't been hitting his open shots. Um yesterday I feel like his playmaking was was, was suffering a little bit. Today in garbage time. I mean, today IQ had seven assists, you know. Granted, a lot of that is in garbage time, but here's the thing. Sometimes what you'll see is people can get back into rhythm when they start to make plays in, gra- in garbage time. You saw it from Grimes, right? Grimes was kind of going through a little bit of a lull where he wasn't hitting shots. I forgot which game he was playing where he started hitting threes in the game during garbage time and no shots started to carry over. Now you're starting to see Grimes hit more shots. Hopefully... Hopefully we start to see that from Mitch from um IQ and OB Toppin, who it looks like they're they're starting to get a little bit of a rhythm right now. At least in, in the garbage time. Alright. So those are the good points. Um next game up, we have the Timberwolves. Important game. Um this stretch is important. Hopefully the Knicks will be able to get it together. And we can because right now we're back at 500, and you know what? These games are important because I do feel like these games kind of they kind of kind they're gonna kind of um it's gonna it might dictate whether these Knicks are buyers or sellers moving forward, depending on what happens between now and the trade deadline. If we're able to string some more wings together, we might be more able to keep this team intact. Um, right as of today. I feel like the Knicks aren't really making any big moves. The only moves I feel like we might make is maybe shop a Kimball Walker or something, you know? Maybe even, like, move pieces that we're really not playing. Like, I don't really foresee big moves moving forward. But um, 
if we start to lose some consecutive games moving into trade deadline, I think the probability of us move uh, make moving things, moving some bigger pieces like moving a Fournier or something becomes a lot more probable. All right. Shout out to the Knicks, Knicks Nation. Uh, first caller up. Let us know what your name is and where you're from and what do you want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, my guy, JT? First things first, salute MLK, salute, salute, salute. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Salute the chat, salute you, salute Raw, salute uh, Ryan. I know he, he he was there. I know that's the worst going there for L. Yeah, but, man. But um, <laughs> just from what I saw, we are, as always, it shows what we are. We're a rebuilding team. And the most consistent thing about us is that we're inconsistent. So shout out to Grimes. Had a good game. Mitch, Mitch is showing out. Yeah, Mitch is showing out. Um, RJ, RJ, he's finishing. He's finishing more at the rim, free throws. I don't know. It's infuriating. These guys really, they really, um, they free throws could have made. I think free throws could have kept us in the game. We would have made our free throws. They would have yeah. kept us in the game. Absolutely. They, they obviously got frustrated with the refs, <clears throat> which uh, definitely played a big part. And you could tell the way that they were playing that they they let the refs get they let those get in their head and. That's what comes with is their young team. I think a lot of times, you know, we we keep talking about moves and how this player is and that player is. The one thing we fail to realize is these guys, we're expecting a lot from first, second, third-year players. They got to develop and become, you know, who they're right. going to be. So that, that goes to one of the points, of course, with the camp trade. It's like everybody's jumping out the window. But I was like, yo, this guy's still year three. He's still – RJ's finally blossoming now, year three. But he still has a lot to, you know, he's still not polished. Yeah, he's so still learning. That's pretty much, that's one of the biggest, yeah, exactly. That's one of the biggest things. With this, I take, um, my opinion with this game is, is not really one, besides the free throws, not really like one person that had really stunk up the joint. What I think is, I'm going to keep going back to it, Tibbs on this one, because he could have adjusted the lineup a lot sooner. He could have made more moves because one is, they said it in the beginning, the, Hornets, those team, that team running guns. So you need another team that's going to run and gun with them. So we definitely won. Um, I can't remember when we had that stretch. We had the second unit when Oven was out there cooking. You should, you know, you should have, you should have played more on that. So right again, you know, we always say our opinion. We feel that Tibbs is just, is just Obi's not kicks. Tibbs a cup of tea, and he needs to get over that man. Because like when Obi's got it, let him cook. It's like it don't matter. It don't matter if you. 13 man on the bench. If he's cooking and he could drop 30 at any at that moment, let him cook. So right. that's I think it's the biggest that's the biggest issue from what we got right now because this is why I personally keep harping on the point guard play. Because they're playing zone and you got a point guard that could facilitate and make moves and such. And then if of course if you have a shooter, you you know, you shoot up on the outside, dismiss this zone, RJ, what he's doing, cook, running to the basket, same thing with Obi. Same thing with the pick and roll with, I mean, not, I'm sorry, with Randall and then Obi because, you know, utilize the pick and roll. So it's just one of those things where, again, Tibbs' stubbornness played a big, to my opinion, a big part on this L. But we're just focusing on the positive. These young guys are flourishing. Let them, let them see, let's see what they got because, yeah. again, like I just said, it's not like, I can understand if we were in year four or five with these guys and then we had this, like, these expectations, but we're not. That's what it, <laughs> it yeah. comes down yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree on all points, especially like, like we said, man. RJ, this this is like an RJ key game, man. This is the thing. This if we're gonna go through RJ, especially out of point guard, we we have no Kemba right now. We have no Derrick Rose. Um, you're gonna you might have a game like this where you got a six turnover game. We you, 
He's been pretty good at playmaking for the last few games. They adjusted. Now it's going to be a, a time for RJ to look at tape and adjust to their adjustments. So, like I said earlier, they took exactly. away the they, they took away the lob to Mitch. They took away the lob to Mitch. They took away some some passing lanes, caused some turnovers. So they got to adjust again. And also, too, the, our team when they do get the ball, they got to they got to make the open shot, man. Even Randall, even Evan Fournier, all these guys collectively have to do it. Mm. Yes, they do. That's what I said. That's the biggest frustration. We are very inconsistent. So the only way to fix that is more repetitions. I mean, we got to win these games. We have to, but at least if the guys are on the floor and they're gelling and developing and getting that chemistry, then at least that's a W, like, moving forward. Right. Because still, we still got – because the East, well, as tight as the East is, everyone keeps saying it from what? If he's four and below, any of those guys, any of those teams going like a – a good run, a six, seven, eight game winning streak, then you gonna easily shoot from the tenth, tenth, uh, ninth, eleventh side all the way up to you know fifth or sixth. So yeah. that's definitely that's definitely what what we need to like. We still we still are in that range for it. I'm a, I, I like I think we got a good chance tomorrow. I always I always like I said I always feel like we can if we come with our A game we got anybody, especially with uh the Timberwolves. I, I hate Madden games. I don't know. Am I the only feel like, yo, we nah, never I hate we it. really do Madden games? Like, I hate it. I want to see it. the box. I want to see the stats on that because I feel like we probably won 10 Madden games and lost 50. Like, we just nice. passed like a few years. It's, it's never good. It's never good. But, hey, bad L all around in the sense of no free throws, turnovers. That's the point of being an experienced uh, point guard to, you know, keep the, keep the momentum of the team in check because RJ was getting tight. Burks was getting tight. Randall was getting tight. So that easy threw them off their game. Miles Bridges had a good game. I'm like, hey, every, man. everyone gets an MSG moment. Yeah, man. Ugh. This this has man. If anybody been following me, like I've been, I was a my I wanted Miles Bridges over Knox. That that was my pick for for. I wanted Macau Bridges over yeah. Knox. Yeah, man. Don't even get me started on yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wanted Miles, and they said my Kevin Knox beat Miles one on one in the game. <laughs> and they ended up picking Kevin Cole off of that, and that pissed me off. But that's neither here nor there. We got Cam now, so whatever. But <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We yeah, we can't we can't we can't uh, stress about the past. But yeah, I think the game would have definitely went a different direction if the youngins played a lot more because they had it today. Because like that's yeah. the point. They're developing. There's games they're on fire. Tip, take advantage. And there's games where they're going to sink up the junk because they're young. Then you have that quick hook with them. So. If, if I think I think we had a real good shot, especially if you saw the way we were playing in the beginning. We had ball movement mm-hmm. going and so on, and then when those guys are running, they're running and gunning. But on that note, I'm going to let you get to your other callers. Salute. Make sure you hit that like button. Subscribe. I'm out. Yeah! yeah. Shout out to my guy, JT, man. Always brings the energy, man. Yeah, today might have been one of those days where we should have went to the youngins. In general, in general, Tibbs, I just wish – like there's there's games where I wish he leaned on the bench a little bit more. One of those times or like these matinee games when it's low energy, especially because you saw the shift, right? You guys saw the shift like I did, where the the first unit, the sec the second unit comes in for the first unit. All of a sudden, the ball's moving around a lot more. The energy is there. The, the moves are decisive. We cut the we cut the game to to four points. Um, but then it's like also, you know, those the back to backs too. Sometimes we play these back to back games. We playing these starters 30, 40 minutes, and we still keeping these youngins in 10 minute stretches. And I feel like these are the times where especially if the young guys have it, that you need to lean on them a little bit more, especially if they have it going. So I definitely agree. 
this is a game for we, where maybe we should have seen a little bit more OB, who's been in the slump for a long time, ends up scoring seven points in four minutes um, to start the half. This might be a time to extend that four-minute spent to maybe a 10-minute spent to get him to 20, you know. So I, I, that's something we could we should look at. Um, also, um, I'm hoping, you know, we saw Miles McBride a little bit at the end. Uh, like I said, today was one of those days where – Terry Rozier, even though Terry Rozier, Terry Rozier finishes the game. Terry Rozier finishes with 22 points. But, like, Terry was cooking. Even though Terry wasn't scoring in the first half, if you watch the game, Terry had Burks on his heels all the whole entire first half, man. The entire first half. And and I was like, man, I, I was like, man, we need somebody who's gonna be able to keep up with him. This might have been the time, like, to try McBride or something, to try to slow him down. But I understand McBride had problems running the offense for that Toronto game, and he's never seen the light of day ever again. Good to see McBride getting some some burn in the G League though. Try to get his confidence back up and his rhythm back as well. Um, so this is a rough one, man. This is a rough run. Shout out to the chat. Are y'all dropping knowledge in the chat? What are we seeing? I think y'all saying we want some we want some Brunson. Winston don't think it's a Yeah, Jalen Brunson. She said Jalen Brunson would lock up Bridges. Anobi Edwards. Come on, crack. No, he wouldn't lock up Bridge. He wouldn't lock up Bridges for sure. Um Bridges, to me, Bridges Bridges is Bridges, right? Bridges is gonna cook. But I do feel like the Knicks, especially Randall. Um, made him a little bit too comfortable. Bridges didn't score any points in the third quarter whatsoever. That's because that's when Randall actually started to move his feet, go over screens. Oh, he, he, he did score in the third quarter, but he scored late in the third quarter, and Randall had the clamps on him. Randall could have done that in the first half, but Randall was, was you know going under screens when he didn't have to and stuff like that, allowing him to get comfortable. And when you're an NBA player, especially a guy like Bridges who's, Who's been cooking, and you know Lamelo Ball is out today. You're, like, you, you're going, you're going to let him get comfortable in MSG. He's going to cook for real, and that's what happened. That's, and he ends up with a career high. So Randall, Randall, man, you can't you can't waltz into these games. You can't walk into the waltz into these games, man. For real. Next caller up, we have my man Stan Nowak. What's going on, Stan? Hey, how you doing, Jay? What's going on? Um, did not watch the game. In all seriousness, just uh, laying in bed um, <laughs> on the fifteenth. No, seriously, I, I did. I did see the the highlights, and I do have comments um, on the fifteenth. I uh, getting out of bed at night uh, uh, to visit Mister Sandbox, and yeah, I actually have a sign on the door in the house that says, "Well." It's the bathroom. And I tripped. And oh, um, no. seriously, yeah, I'm, oh, this man. is a true story. It's not a, this is not a joke. Okay. And came straight down on, um, uh, it's a big wall unit, but the whole thing, the, the, the gist of it is it's a desk and there's 15 stitches in the right side of the inside of my lip. Oh, lip man. Just hanging there. Yeah, I'm going to see my doctor tomorrow to make sure. And, of course, uh, doing what I do, I make my living with my voice. 
being a realtor and um i can't walk in looking at like i just been in a bar fight right, right. you know after si- after saying bing bong and and you know right outside the you know right i don't know to a to a celtics fan you know right because I, I i i'd get the crap beat out of me uh no uh, uh would jalen brunson tie up miles bridges no no uh should um and and um given the fact that because you because i had at one point wanted um to move a randall to the small forward position and you you were correct and i saw it today yeah. he's not good on the closeouts for for an entire game yeah. miles bridges would have tied up uh, or I had a much better, uh, not Miles Bridges, uh, Cam Reddish would have had a my, uh, much, much better chance of tying up Bridges. Right. Uh, and I think if the Knicks want to go somewhere, one of those starters, two, I, I think, I think uh, even though he's making a lot of money, I think Fournier needs to be moved to the bench um, and, and come in and run with the second unit. Certainly, um uh, you know, I mean, a guy who's a better point guard uh, and, and can make better passes than Alec Burks is R.J. Barrett, for goodness sakes. If you want to go huge uh, on the point guard spot, you know, go, go R.J. Burks. R.J. Point. Yeah, with, I mean, with... yeah, R.J.'s got a much better handle and can take it right and take it right uh, – uh, you know, I'm just throwing out random stuff. That's the Fizz, um, that's the Fizzdale lineup. I, that's the Fizzdale lineup right there. R.J. Barrett at point guard. Maybe put Grimes with the two. <laughs> with, well, that would be dumb. <laughs> R.J. at the point and Grimes at the two. No. With Evan Fournier, uh, the big he, lineups, switch everything. <laughs> well, you could. You could put Fournier, but you still have a lack of defense there. So I don't know yeah. what the heck you do. Yeah. I mean, I, I still like quickly a point guard. Um, and cause quickly, you know, if he, if he's, if you give him a chance at point guard and not one or two games, right. Uh, where, you know, like you get, okay, here's your chance of point guard. You got, you got to be like Moses and part the red sea in this game or, or tomorrow's game, or you're, you're not going to play point guard until, you know, uh, the, the three guys in front of you all get hepatitis, you know, or something <laughs> stupid like that. Um, I did, and I have said this about Mitch, you don't touch Mitch. And Mitch showed us that today. And the last time I got a chance to talk to you, let me play. Well, they let him play for one play. And a guy wasn't right up in Mitch's face, and Mitch just went boom. Yep. And who who's going to stop that train? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. And yeah. and he could have just as well shot a three, and it would have had as good a chance as oh whoever. Uh, it would have had a thirty. I'm not there yet. Going in. I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm, I'm not I, I there know yet. You're not there yet. <laughs> that's that's you know that if he worked on it, if he, if he hung out uh, with Obi, who I still believe will be here next. Uh, a year and um, quick in their nighttime workout. Um, if he hangs out with those guys, 
and and develops a mid post game, and that'd be good for Obi too because um, instead of instead of going to, they're both six nine. Instead of going to Taj, go to Obi. Okay, right. I mean, I mean, you, you're gonna you're gonna get more athletic. Yes, um, we rewarded Taj for for being there when we needed him. Let's face it. Taj was insurance when we got him, and mm. and that's what he should be now. Insurance. If Obi's healthy, you know, so play play him in the middle. You uh, know, and don't play him with. I, I mean, uh, well, if you got a choice, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sold on Obi in the center, man. I'm not, I'm not sold on Obi at center. I'm not going to lie. Oh no, I don't think that's his natural position. But I'm saying I don't think that's Taj's natural position either. Yeah, but Taj is a little bit more sturdy, beefy. Yeah, yeah. like he he like he's old OB, man strong. Yeah, he's old, exact. He has the old man strength. Like that's the one thing I got. I, yeah. I was looking forward to when I was getting older is like the old man strength. Like I just open jars with no problems and stuff. Like he has Taj has that where people can post him up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Move. Like you open you open jar with one finger just exactly. by putting on the side and spinning your finger around. Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll give you that. But that that's all I had to say and. um um, I had to go back to get the, the the last half of these stitches, and I see where they still missed a spot. I'm seeing my doctor tomorrow, and uh, let the swelling go down. And I guess we're gonna call insurance and say, you know, this man needs a plastic surgeon, oh, and man. not for not for the outside, the inside of his face. Gotcha. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can Google me, you can see the outside of my my face, and no, it doesn't scare small children. Uh, but uh, it's still, okay. still jokes. You know, Even with busted okay lips, still got the jokes, man. You know, <laughs> classic, uh, classic. And here, stand, I, man. here I am, all beat up, with my face in a blender, still trying to throw out a joke and trying to make you happy. <laughs> appreciate. So you, uh, I appreciate uh, you guys letting me on. Uh, any comments on this stuff while I'm still on? Um, let's see. Um, I was all no, over no, the place. no. No, no to OB in the center for me. Um, okay. No, no to Mitch shooting threes. Um, the starting five. I, um, I honestly with the starting five, I you're not am, going anywhere now. Right. I want. I want. get if you, if you get out the first round. That's as far as you're going. Ironically, like I definitely wanted to see more quickly at the point guard, the starting five. But with the, mm. with the, with the. We've had a few games of success with this same starting five, so I don't want to, I don't want to just throw it, throw that whole thing away because we have one bad game. You know what I mean? So I want to see, I want to see more. Like I, even though I have my preference, it's worked. Is we've had our best games of the season where everybody's had the, first, the starting units had their best game of the season with that starting five. So I want to see more of that right now, even though personally I would like to have seen maybe quickly or somebody else at the point guard. So. Well, I, I'd like to see Alan, Alan Burks uh, run with second unit. In fact, if Burks were Native American, uh, as many times as Tibbs has used this this name, uh, Burks's name, if he were, as I said, Native American, would be man who run with second unit, you know, to casino. Um, you know, that would be his name. Right. And, uh, and, and, okay. I apologize to every native American listening. Um, I'm a hundred percent Polish. Take your best shot. 
I oh, mean, boy. I can take it. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's, no, I was saying, you know, we're we're all too uptight in this country. Uh, so, uh, um, it it no, nah, don't. It's it, it, we're all too uptight. I didn't mean anything by that. Uh, but uh, but no, nah, he's better with the second unit. If, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna use them, and um, we we you we you know we we re- not only did not only is were, uh, were the hornets uh, did they outrun us, but again we're outsized. Right. The, the only we're thing out- the only thing I would say though, even though I want to keep the, the first unit together for now because we've had some success with these this little game stretch um i do i do i still feel like tom should play more of the trends and not the minutes so like today it seems like um it seems like gordon not gordon it seems like fournier didn't have it today um put in grimes to see if he has it because you know we already know the defense is going to be another level so i feel like stuff like that should still be happening even if you know if if they don't have it that day, that's that's my only thing. Mm. Gotcha. Mm. All, right. All right. Well, you take care of yourself. Thanks for thanks for the great, for a good show as always. All right. Absolutely. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for calling. All right. All right. Get wetter. Get well. Get well soon, man. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Shout out to my guy. Shout out to JT Riddick since a four nine nine super chat. He says we still here. Hashtag all eighty two. Yeah. Definitely appreciate everybody who's rocking with the show on the loss. This is definitely the all eighty two gang. Um, cause you could be anywhere, but you talking about a loss on MLK day with your boy JLS on the KOT show. Super appreciative of everybody who's been consistent. who has been supportive and who has been rocking with KOT through all phases. And even the new, the new listeners and the new followers and the, and the guys who are just tapping into us. Um, shout out to Ryan, man. I'm still, I'm going to send Ryan the a condolences text. Cause he was actually at the game watching this debacle live when, what a game to go to live, you know? <laughs> So shout out to my guy Ryan. But um yeah, shout out to the chat too. Shout out to Winston LSD, nice Frank Sound, who says, uh what was I people who said Murray, um Deuce IQ OB and picks for Murray. Yeah, I, I listen. Dude, Murray's not going nowhere, man. Like we like Murray, but the Spurs like Murray too. Murray has not been and any type of trade rumors at all, and I don't blame them for not him not putting them in the trade rumors. He's like, that's that's a stud right there. Would I do that? Would I do that for Murray? Probably. I think I would. <laughs> I, I think I would. I might try to. I might try to keep one of those young pieces away for a pick, maybe. Either OB or IQ might try to pull one of those out. But um, yeah. The Spurs ain't trying to move him. They ain't crazy. Like the Spurs ain't going nowhere. So why would they even, you know, they 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 want to hoard their young pieces like we do. But I get it. He would make a big difference. Um, and of course, the other comment I, I was seeing around was, is Jalen Brunson gonna stop McBride? I mean, is is Jalen Brunson gonna stop um Bridges? No, but he might have had a better. He might have had a better shot. Slowing down Terry Rozier, and like I said earlier, Terry Rozier, even though he wasn't scoring till later, I feel like he was t- torching us just by breaking our defense down in that first half. 
And I think maybe Brunson might have been able to slow down a little bit, slow that down a little bit better because Alec Burks was getting killed on those screens and he was out of the plays plenty of times. So he, he might have been able to to help there. And, you know, he might have been able to, you know, help us get us in our sets better and help us score because we had problems scoring today. So he might have been able to help us score. But you know what? Um, if this is going to help R.J. Barrett grow as a player moving forward, having a game like this, where we're running, running more plays through R.J. since that what we're doing today, then so be it. Uh, I'll take this loss and I'll take the growth from R.J. as a result of this loss. So we can use these skills and watch this tape. And use that to better himself and the team in a subsequent game moving forward. So I'm all for that. You know, I'm all for that. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. You know what? You know what? Cade with an answer. Um, you know what? Let's, I'm going to just get to this, man. I'm going to get to uh, a bruh pick, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Bruh. I'm going to just get to a bruh pick. I'm going to just get to a bruh pick. Since there's no more callers, let's get to this bruh pick. For you, for you guys, no, no, the new guys, the bruh picks are usually the worst plays of the week. Something stupid, stupid that happened that we're gonna point out. And today's bruh pick happens to be the Cade Cunningham ejection. If you did not see that, man, I wish I had like better video. The video looks trash. Taunt rules in general. I don't know about you guys. Like I'm the, I'm the guys who like street ball. Like taunting was a part of the game, man. Like if you can't. That's why we watch the NBA sometimes. We watch the NBA to, to taunt and to that lets you know who has mental toughness. That lets you know who can concentrate on the game, who can take the game to the next level and go through adversity. Like, I don't there's certain rules that I feel like were cool that the NBA, you know, implemented. I like what the NBA did this year with the, you know, slowing down the game rules. like 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 the like the foul hunting from the offensive player. I like stuff like that. But these taunting rules, these taunting rules are out of out of control, man. Uh oh, looks like I might have got. Hopefully, I didn't get a strike. Man, did I get a strike just now? I hope not, cause anyway, that's a bruh pick for these refs. Oh. K should have never got taunted for sure. All right. But um, that is our show. That is definitely our show. Um, definitely tune in tomorrow. Hopefully, I didn't get in trouble for showing that. I think I might have gotten in trouble, I'm not sure. Hopefully, I didn't get in trouble for showing that. But tomorrow's show, we will be talking about these Knicks versus Timberwolves. Um, and the Timberwolves won't be, you know, easy win. They just beat the Golden State Warriors. So this is gonna be a tough one. It looks like Sis might be taking a little bit seriously because we actually saw the second unit actually come into the game a, a little bit earlier than usual. Um, all in all, though, we still saw RJ play like 40 minutes today. And Julius Randle's minutes, though, have been steadily getting cut. Durant only played 31 minutes today. So hopefully, you know, hopefully we were arrested and we're ready to go against these Timberwolves tomorrow. Oh, we got one more caller. All right, cool. We have one more caller. First, says we have another caller. Caller, let us know what your name is, where you're from, and what do you want to talk about. Uh, what's up? It's Jason from the Lower East Side. Yo, what's going on, Jason? Not much, not much. I wasn't listening, so I just called. I just turned it on, and I heard you didn't have no more callers. So I said, like, let me just call in. Okay, that's what's up? Um, tough loss today. Yeah, man. 
tough loss. Um, I have a question. One player that's I don't want to say I'm worried, but like, how worried are you about IQ lately? Because every time I feel like he's turning the corner, he kind of takes a step back. It drives me crazy. Um, he's a young player, so I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Like the the shooting, I thought the shooting this season was going to be a lot better than it was. I'm not worried about the shooting. I'm more worried about the playmaking because I feel like I wanted him to be more of a playmaker, and I felt like he was turning the quarter on that regard. And yesterday, I didn't like his game yesterday as when it came to the playmaking. Today was a little. Today was better though. Seven assists. Today, um, he shot better, but he shot better when the game was really out of. Out of reach. Yeah, I think, he, I think he was pretty. I mean, I know he got seven assists, but like, other than like two passes to Obi, I don't even remember any of those assists. Yeah, he had a couple of passes to Obi. He had a really nice wraparound pass to Mitch off of the drive, and those are the things I remember off the rip. But um, I, I want him to, I want him to concentrate on getting back to mixing in more of the playmaking and and not just relying on having a good shooting out of that night. Yeah, also, he's starting to be hesitant. I mean, I think all the Knicks were hesitant today with their shots. Like, the ball would get released, swung out to someone. That'd be a defender closing, but they had enough time to get the shot up, and they would always, like, fake the shot. And Yeah. Usually wouldn't do anything after that. It drove me crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Randall did it. IQ did it. Um, it it's definitely... RJ did it. RJ did it. RJ Even did Mark it. Lines did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nah, you're uh, right. This was a big loss too, man. This was a big game, man. Like they're 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 one of the teams that we're competing with. That's they got two wins on us now. I don't know if we're playing them three or four times this year. I think we're only playing them three times. I'm not sure. Oh, that's a good point. I don't know if we're playing them four times either. But but yeah, yeah. Three times tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah, this was a really big loss, man. This is this kind of kind of was pissed that we came in lack of days ago like we did because they were ahead of us in the standings. Like this, if we'd have won this game, I think we'd have been tied with them. At least, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, we would have We'd be tied for seven. You'd be tied for seven if you won this game. So this was a big... And now we're 11. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I think now we're 11. That's how yeah. tight it is. <laughs> yeah, this is really tight. You go from 10th to... From, you could have been 7th, and now you're 11th from one game. That's crazy. So that was a yeah. rough one without LaMelo, man. We should... I hope, Man, I was hoping we got that win, but we unfortunately, we didn't pull it out. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people were because I think nowadays everything every time the Knicks lose, everyone's gonna just say we lost because we didn't have a point guard. And I feel like it's a lot more than that. Like, like for instance, the Hornets didn't have a point guard either. Right. Terry Rozier is not. A, I don't know if you know that. Like a lot of people think he's a point guard, but he's not. <laughs> nah. And but... if you watch him, you couldn't see he's a shooting guard. He just, you know. Yeah, he just made the really simple play. He like he made the really simple play. Uh, he just passed off the pick, and it wasn't even no, no crazy bounce passes to a center. It was just like, you know, passing the shooters, and then Bridges cooked, and then that was pretty much the game plan from the Hornets, and they they ran with that. And listen, like RJ, like I said, RJ has a, a chance to be a pretty good playmaker, but he didn't have he didn't have his playmaking chops today. I don't think. I think that had a lot. Well, of I think he's a growing pains for RJ. Like he's he's. He's never had this much usage consistently, and right. then like now defense changed the way they guard him, and it's gonna take it's gonna be a lot of growing pains for him, like especially with him being the main guy. Even though technically you can argue he's not the main guy, it's him and Julius. It's kind of fifty fifty right now. Right. Um, but it's gonna be a lot of adjustments to like learning how to 
you know, different types of defenders, different types of defense, different coverages. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully, in a year, he'll be like ready to be that guy. Like he'll 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 be like it won't phase him no more. Yeah, I mean, like today he had the most shots on the team at eighteen, seven to eighteen from the field, thirty eight percent. So, like to me, that like when you're getting the most shots and your usage is getting higher and you you're being asked to make more plays, you're, you're pretty much the guy. Today was like his game to be the guy, really. <laughs> It was Randall too. I just think he played more than Randall. That because Randall took a lot of shots when he was in. Oh yeah, he took sixteen shots. He took sixteen shots. He was right behind him. Yeah, if Randall would have came back in, which he didn't, because they were the only reason he didn't come back in is because it was over. He probably would have had just as many shots of RJ, if not more. True, definitely true. I could see uh, that. Also, you know, this game really highlights why they made the trade they made. Oh, for Cam, you get that? Yeah, because think about it, like. Bridges was going off. They could have put RJ on him, which a lot of us were saying they should have put RJ on him. But, you know, RJ also played 40 minutes. Right. You know, you need another big, versatile defensive wing. Now I agree. On the other team. I agree. You know, like, if Cam was healthy, I bet you. Even if Cam, I don't know what the situation is going to be in the rotation, but if Cam was healthy and he was going off like that, I think Tibbs would have made it a point to make sure he gets a lot of minutes and put him on Bridges because, like, you know, Sometimes you need that that length and size, you know. Yeah, and, and to be honest, too, maybe maybe we're, maybe it's because we're asking Randall to do everything, but I do feel like Randall man, mailed it in defensively in the first half. Like 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 he like he Bridges wasn't really doing nothing in in that third quarter, and that's because you saw Randall had a whole different focus. He was fighting over screens, like he, he was playing a, a whole lot better defense, and he has that in him when he wants to. But that first half, he wasn't doing all that. Just, I'm pretty sure if Tips yeah, tore into him. You got destroyed in the first half. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I was really frustrated. And I, I, I kind of feel like Tips got outcoached today, too. Like, there was, like, the other team, I felt like they designed everything they did specifically for the Knicks. Yeah, they did. They like, took. Like, and I don't feel like Tips, Tips didn't really make any adjustments. And I think it was just almost like any game for the Knicks. But for them, it was like, you know. Yeah, exactly, man. Like two ways to stop the Knicks, man. One throws on at them, <laughs> and two they took away that lob to Mitch, and they forced us to make shots. So like those two things really took us out the flow of our offense, and as a result, we didn't even hit ninety yeah. points today. We eighty-seven. Tomorrow's a tough one because, like you said, the Timberwolves been playing pretty good. They are a super talented team, even though they haven't necessarily put it all together. They got players. Like when they when they want to play good. They're a tough team. Yeah. They beat they just beat the Golden State and, Warriors, so I'm not sleeping on them at all. It's not gonna be no easy and we walk know in the park. Stretch fives. I wonder what he's gonna do. I, I think what he should do is put Randall on uh on Towns and put I don't even know who the other team is. Whoever they're starting for is put Mitch on him because Towns will kill Mitch. Like, cause Mitch is he gonna come out every time to guard the three? Nope. I mean he's gotten better, exactly. but I don't I don't man, this is gonna be a rough one. This might be a rough matchup for Mitch. So maybe I we know. see small ball too. Maybe we see more. We see Obi at nah, four. I don't know. Mm. That's me. That's me. That's wishful thinking. <laughs> that's me. Wishful thinking. This is what we talking about, Jay. You're right. Put, I don't. Maybe you put Cam. You put Cam at the four. I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, think man. Cam's playing. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's gonna be out. Yeah, I think Kemba's done. I, I think they they they're gonna wait to trade him. I don't I, know. I don't. I think he's healthy, and they just don't want to play him. I agree, man. 
I, I, I agree. I think they're just playing that game. Oh, he's about to, uh, uh, and he's just shopping them. Me, who knows? Maybe he's in a Jalen Brunson deal. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's gonna. Happen. I don't think the. I, I think the Jalen Brunson thing ain't gonna happen to the off season, but we'll see. I just, I just can't see the Mavs if they if they trade Jalen Brunson, they're essentially throwing in the towel on this season because he's been their second best player. Right, hey, and well, with the way the West is, I can't see them doing that. Like the West, they could literally. They can make a run in the West. The West is two good teams, and even those two good teams are like like the the Suns and the Warriors. Like, I don't know. I guess I mean I guess they're really good, but other than those two teams, you know, like you could the Mavs could beat anybody. Yeah, I guess. So I guess it depends. All depends on the fear. Dallas is fifth in the West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, right. Like, yeah, gonna, yeah. You're right. I've seen people keep saying, "Oh, they're gonna trade them because." Because they they might not be able to resign him. I'm like, even if he comes to the Knicks, it still has to be a signing trade. Well, the signing trades will be in the summer, if anything. But you're right, fifth in the West. I'm yeah, trying to get my team. They get, they get value back in a signing trade. Like right. I don't know how it's going to work because it's negotiation. But like, I'm sure if if that's the case, they're going to ask for their pick back. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jalen. Yeah, I can see. I could definitely see that happening. That's a good point. And if I was the Knicks, I would I would give them the pick back if it meant getting Brunson. True. Hmm. I might I might do that. That's a good point. Said we need a point guard, you know. And my whole thing is this with point guards. People need to stop saying we need a point guard. What they need to say is we need an elite point guard. Because getting a mediocre point guard will not help this team at all. You know, there's a ton of possible point guards that we could get that won't do anything for this team. We need a like a real good point guard. Otherwise, it makes. Otherwise, it's better to just play Burks. Right. I mean, it's it's funny because it's, everybody keeps saying how many point guards is in the NBA, and it's how he, and it seems like every point guard that we none of them come here. That's it seems like none, none of them are really that good. Like, there's only like like ten or fifteen real good point guards, and then there's other guys who are not even really point guards. They just play point guard, and they're just really good. I feel you know, like 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 Damian Lillard. Is he really a point guard? I don't know. He's just really, really good. <laughs> oh, okay, now, now you're reaching now. You're <laughs> Damian Lillard. What, he's a point guard? Damian Lillard? Is Damian Lillard a point guard? Hell yeah, he's a point guard. Are you crazy? Why is he a point guard? What makes him a point guard? Because he's point. he can make plays for other people and for himself. He, he doesn't make a lot of plays for other people. He makes a lot of plays for himself, and he makes a lot of those baskets. Right, but then he can also pick and roll you, pick and roll you and pick and pop you to death if he has the right big. And, yeah, I mean, he could do all those things, but he's usually when he's at his best, he's pulling up. Like, it's not you yeah. never go in the game and be like, "Oh my God, what a great passer Damian Lillard was." So was Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups kept it simple, but he won a championship with just you know pull up games and setting up his teammates on simple and playing defense. So, like, I don't, I don't he's know. Not Lillard, I'm just saying, uh, like, in terms of the point, like, when we think of point guards. We're not talking about a player that like takes that 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 like runs like that shoots a ton of shots. We're talking about guys who drive and pass a lot, right? I, mean, I don't know. That's what I think that we're talking about. I I, but Damian, I feel like Damian can still break down a defense at a decent rate, though. That's what I'm saying. I guess. Yeah, but if you put Damian Lillard, the offense is going to be his offense. He's going to be the man. It's not going to be like I don't. Know. I'm just saying that there's not that many good point guards that the Knicks can get. There's a lot of there's an NBA field with a bunch of mediocre point guards, and then there's like some elite point guards. And if you don't have an elite point guard, like you can even argue, does it even make sense to even have like first is Dennis Schroeder? He's a point guard, right? 
Right. Celtics don't even want him. He, he's not. He, he's a bench point guard for the Celtics. And if you ask any Celtics fans, they're like, yeah, he's not really helping our team. I feel, I, unless you're an elite point guard, it, you're not. It's not really going to move the needle. I guess if like elite point guard or elite skills, like I, I think I think because because Damian is a point guard, right? But he still has an elite skill. Like he's an elite three point shooter, and that pressure can put can put your team in position to to do to play off of that elite skill. So like I yeah I, no I think I don't think you understood me. I wasn't saying like the Knicks shouldn't try to get. I'm not saying that Damian Lillard wouldn't work on this team. I'm just saying he's in that level of eliteness that like it doesn't matter if he's a point guard or not. He would help the team. But what I'm saying is mediocre point guards like a guy like Dennis Schroeder wouldn't really help the team, and we're better off playing Burks. The only, well, if we get a point guard now, Jalen Brunson looks like he's actually got to the point where he could be like a really good point guard. Right. He's been that good this year. Like a year ago, he was just a eh, yeah, we can get Jalen Brunson, whatever. Is he a starting point guard? I don't know. This year, he's like no, nah, he, he he could be right, really good. Like, yeah, he made that jump that. Now it makes sense. He's, so, he's making the next step. I, I got it. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, like I just get tired of everyone saying we need a point guard. We need a point. Guard. I'm like, no, we need a really good point guard. We can get a point guard. Like we could have signed Dennis Schroeder, and you guys would all be cursing him out if he was on our team this year. <laughs> like, yeah. it's true. I mean, the same way we're cursing Kemba out when he was playing bad. Nah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. absolutely. But yo, yo, thanks for calling in, Jason. Man. It's gonna look like this. It's gonna be like, man, we need a point guard. We need a point guard. The offense doesn't look right. But when Randall. Fournier and RJ play well, then no one's going to say anything about the point guard. <laughs> nah, I, I feel you. I, I feel you, man. But, I mean, yo, thanks thanks for calling in, man. I'm going to wrap up the show. Yeah, man, thanks for taking my call and letting me vent my frustration. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> All right, talk to you tomorrow. All right, yo. Tomorrow, man. All right, guys. I'm going to wrap it up. Nick's loss. But um, hopefully we learn from this loss and RJ and these guys come back tomorrow with the vengeance and beat Tom Thibodeau's team because I already know you lost on Tom Thibodeau's birthday. Oh, that's a bruh for you guys. Bruh for this team. So y'all better make it up tomorrow and beat Tom's old team because you already know Timberwolves in town. You want to beat you want to beat these wolves. You 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 you, you want that revenge, all right? So shout out to people who's rocking with the KOT show. We will be back tomorrow to talk. Nick's Timberwolves. Um, and yeah, you already know what to do, man. Follow us on all social media. If you have not, follow us on Instagram at the Nick the Nick Time Show and follow us on Twitter at the KOT Show. And also look check out our blogs because we got new blogs starting to roll in at the Nick of Time Show.com. All right, I'm Jay Ellis. That is our show. And as always, shut out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here, right? New York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. In, 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 in